Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 62 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and I think this episode might take the record for the shortest episode of EvoCast in existence. <laughs> Maybe even the shortest episode of any podcast in existence. It's going to be like five minutes. That's not true, but it feels like it because... When I, you know, you know, in the past, I've I've talked about, especially a couple episodes ago during the Lazy Saga, I sort of had a big like, oh, you know, there's really not that much to talk about. But this episode, there is pretty much nothing to talk about. The only thing is like, originally my plan was because I couldn't really think of a topic for today. So it was going to be sort of another like lazy saga episode because I, I sort of knew that there wasn't going to be a lot to talk about, but like, and, and there was this, there's this one specific thing that I'm sure is the title of today's episode that I was just going to pass off as like, Oh, you know, we'll do it as news. and so we just won't have a topic. But I, I feel like if I did that, it would have literally just been, I would have just done, I would have done nothing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sort of, skirting the rules a little bit here and we do technically have a topic today but like it's so very small that I don't know if it's necessarily even 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 counting as a topic anyway you know we'll get to that uh but I'm just warning you now this is going to be a very short very uneventful episode of EvoCast and that's okay mostly because um I'm per- I'm perfectly fine with this because next time we're going to have a very eventful episode because next episode is going to be my collective maybe you know like sort of first impression review and discussion about Pokemon Unite which is as of recording this episode on Tuesday the 20th uh coming out tomorrow and I I was going to delay the episode and you know so I could sort of have some time to play Unite but one, I'm going to be busy, like, all day tomorrow and, like, pretty much for the rest of this week, streaming and then recording for my other podcast. But, so I didn't think that it would be right to delay the episode to play Unite because I'm not going to have any time to play it. And even if I did have time to play it, I would only be able to play it for, like, a day. And I don't want to do that. I sort of want to play it over the course of the next two weeks. Now, I can't promise exactly how much I'm going to be playing over the next two weeks, mostly because there's actually a lot of games coming out <laughs> or a lot of like new things to, to do sort of in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I'm, you know, it, it's two weeks. I'm sure I'll find some time and I do want to find some time. I'm, I'm really, really excited to play Unite. Um, I'm going to, you know, just sit down and, and play it for like probably all day one of these days and over the course of a couple of days and up until next episode. So I'll hopefully have a lot of things to talk about. Um, but until then, you know, I think it's okay. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit unfortunate that I wasn't able to talk about it as early as I am, you know, today, just because of the way that this podcast works. But I think because of that, it'll give me some extra time to play it and experience it and give you my thoughts about it. And also just sort of make today a little bit easier for me. Anyway, this is, this is going to be a little bit of a mini lazy saga episode. You know, these, these, Phrases are completely nonsensical to anyone who isn't like super tuned into the episode. So don't worry about it if you don't. It's not like some crazy code that we have here. It's literally just like things that I say to to sort of excuse, you know, things that I do in the podcast. Anyway, I'm going to be doing sort of like a mini Lazy Saga thing where I'm still going to be... um doing the the two segments that we do on this podcast uh live 
you know, sort of because we don't have much to talk about, um, you know, uh, I think it's a good time to do that. Anyway, let's get into it. We have, count them, five pieces of news to talk about and five pieces of merch to talk about. It works out perfectly. Original Stitch, it wouldn't be an episode of PivoCast where we don't talk about Original Stitch. Original Stitch is coming out with another shirt design, another couple shirt designs. Uh, it is the fa- one, the second to last in the the Hoenn line, which of course you know I'm very excited about. It includes more Pokemon from the Hoenn region, such as Kyogre, Groudon, etc. This, of course, is coming from Cerebi.net. Thank you, Cerebi. And there will be one more wave of shirts to finish up the Hoenn pattern to see your progresses. Sky in September with Rekraza, Rekraza, Latios, and Latias. So we have one more, one more line of shirts from the Hoenn line that I assume they're going to be moving on to other generations or maybe different, different themes. Who knows? Uh, but I'm excited to see what they do again. You know, it wouldn't be an episode of EvoCast where I don't, I don't yearn for the, the purchase of an original Stitch shirt. But again, they're like $90. Eventually I will get one and I'll talk about it on the podcast. But that day is once again, not today. Something interesting. This could technically be, be, related to merch but it's um last time i talked about the um the the 25th anniversary celebrations set where they were sort of remaking a bunch of um cards from that you know remaking a bunch of old generation cards and they came out with the pikachu ones so they released the pikachu ones and there's one you know they're um there is classic Pikachu, a redrawn classic Pikachu, adorable. These are only available in Japanese at the moment. I assume they'll be coming to, to the U.S. or English, I guess. Um, there's Pikachu V Union, which I'm pretty sure technically counts as a VMAX Pokemon. It's Pikachu in like a billion different styles, like every single style of Pikachu we've ever seen over the course of pokemon's existence which is really nice to see obviously the the medium doesn't really allow me to really talk about them all that much but i i implore you certainly to go look at these yourself they're over they, they can be found on pokey jungle or uh, pokey jungle the twitter account i assume also their website and also cerebi.net is where i'm looking at them um so there, there's the v union pikachu set which is like four cards in one by the way um it's just a bunch of pikachus there's surfing pikachu normal surfing pikachu and then vmax surfing pikachu who's like a massive pikachu on a tiny little surfboard um and then flying pikachu of course redrawn flying pikachu and vmax flying pikachu who has a bajillion just increasing numbers every time i say a word a number a bajillion zillion uh balloons attached to him a la up you know the, the the Disney Pixar movie Up, and he's, he's tied to what looks like like metal wire, just sort of tied around his whole body, and he's flying next to a plane. It's a beautiful sight. It's it's a really good. <laughs> it's honestly, I I absolutely love these these cards. I mean, like, if you you know if you've been a longtime Pokemon fan like I have, how can you not seeing them redraw? classic pikachu is the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my life it looks really good like it looks exactly like the card but it's just redrawn it's like it's reimagined you know it's really nice and i like i can't stop looking at the the group of pikachus i'm trying to sort of like 
pinpoint the styles there's like a i don't necessarily know if you can really attribute them to anything but like it's like literally every single style it's so good there's so many um like i see like sort of like a 3d model almost like from smash or like from from like pokin or unite maybe there's like um like very sort of you know like uh crayon drawing there's like the I don't, I don't even know how to explain any of these, but like you recognize these, you know, you recognize the, the styles, but I, I don't know exactly where they come from. There's a very crudely drawn one, which is like the only one that's like, you know, quote unquote bad. <laughs> and it's really funny. It's over on the right side. This card is just an absolute treat. I'm, I, I really implore you to go look at it if you haven't seen it already. All of the cards are absolutely adorable. I mean, like they're redrawn of the original cards. How can you not like them? And it makes me even more excited to see what, you know, more classic cards redrawn. If they have the same sort of style and humor that these cards have, I'm very, very excited. And I might actually buy these sets just because of how, how cool they are and how cute they are. It's like, you know, I mean, this, I was gonna say that it's a celebration. And they're literally called, it's literally called Pokemon Celebration. So I guess that's exactly what they're going for. But seriously, look at these cards. They're super cute. I'm going to take a drink of my, my drink here before we move on. Mm. You know, normally I cut these things out, but I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, looking for, for things to fill the time slot. So this episode and this episode only, you have to listen to me taking drinks of my, of my, my, if you're, if you're wondering what I'm drinking, it's uh sparkling juice. It's like a kiwi strawberry. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's an ant on my table. Excuse you, sir. You're not invited to this podcast. There we go. He has been dealt with. And by dealt with, I mean swiped off my table onto the ground. I didn't kill him. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really kill. I don't like to kill bugs. I just swiped him off of my table onto the ground where he belongs. Anyway, (laughs) I think I'm going insane. Let's move on. You know, funny enough, that's like literally it for the for like the basic news the rest of it is like game specific news so yeah I'm, i guess okay i guess there is one thing i can say there is a um i was gonna sort of wait for the for the merch section for this because i saw it when i was going through the merch section but uh, i guess i can actually say it now considering it, it's like you know related to just pokemon in general um there's a code for pokemon sword and shield and i and I, I was thinking about this i want to sort of include more like promotional codes for the games to like you know put on this podcast or the for the just for the special people who listen to this podcast you know uh on the days of the release you get sort of an extra code there is a um a gold bottle cap code it's players choice pc and all of the o's well there's only one the o and the one in choice are is a zero and a one so it's like player all caps no spaces players choice pc and the o and the zero and the i are replaced with a a zero and a one so if you're listening to you know if you're listening to this on the day of release go go redeem this go redeem this thing gold bottle caps are not easy to come by you know it's you're welcome for the for the for the very good for the the exclusive content that you definitely couldn't just go onto like Cerebi or pokey jungle and look and find it you can only get this on on evo on extreme evo cast the podcast so you're welcome pokemon go you know there's there's a slew of of updates and things coming there's like 
teasers for Pokemon that are coming in the future, like Shiny Porygon, Shieldon, and Cranidos, and then like Kangaskhan, Ghastly. You know, I'm not gonna, it's like, teasers are not something that I'm interested in. There's only like one big news for Pokemon Go, and it's that there's a special outfit. Um, I believe for Samsung users, which, yo, man, what a plentiful bunch um, of people who listen to this podcast and also happen to use a Samsung phone. Um, A special code has been released by Samsung for all players to redeem a special t-shirt and cap to promote a Galaxy A series devices. This is obtained through the code, oh my god, it's so long, K-U-A-X-Z-B-J-U-T-P-3-B-7. And, like, you know, obviously, you can just you go to Cerebi. It's there. If you don't want to type it in from me he, listening to this podcast and probably, like, scrolling back four times to listen to me say the whole thing, uh, it's there. It's online. Just look up, like, Samsung code. But uh, it's there for people who are interested in getting the Samsung Galaxy A uh, outfit in Pokemon Go. It can be redeemed in-game on Android devices or through the official site. So, sorry, iPhone users. Again, a plentiful bunch of people uh, who listen to this podcast and also happen to use an Android phone. But, you know, for the people who do, there you go. If you're proud of your phone, your new Android, your new Galaxy A, have fun. Masters EX uh, has a new update coming. It is, uh, first of all, there is the Legendary Arena. Uh, which is apparently something that happens. The Legendary Arena Moltres event is now live in Pokemon Masters EX. The event runs until July 26th and provides a challenge battling against Moltres to get a variety of rewards. Um, I'm I'm actually thinking about playing Masters EX, by the way. I didn't... So here's, here's sort of what I was thinking. I play gacha games quite a bit i say quite a bit i play cookie run kingdom and genshin impact i don't know if those two are the most like insane gacha games but i really like the gacha game format and of all of the time that i spent like over like two years maybe even a little bit less but still talking about pokemon masters on this podcast, I literally didn't know that it was a gacha game. I thought you just got the, I thought you just got the sync pairs or like you just like bought them or something. I didn't know it was a gacha game. And I'm not saying that it's like that gacha games are like the gacha aspect is what's going to pull me into it. But I genuinely didn't know that it was a gacha game. And I, and like, I, you know, I don't worry if you're worried. I play gacha games safely. I know how to, I know how to spend my money on gacha games. I say this, but I'm literally about to go spend like $20 on Genshin. It's just because there's a new update. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I shouldn't talk about that on this podcast, but I know, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about me playing gacha games, but I didn't know that it was a gacha game. And I'm, I'm thinking of actually playing it because you know i like the format i like the way that gacha games work i like you know i i it hurts so good you know the fact that they pull you in and they 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 make you want to play more and they make you you know pull pull your pokemon trainers get you know get the cool pokemon i'm excited for it i'm i might actually play pokemon masters now that i'm uh sort of into got more gacha games recently you know i uh so we'll see i might actually play it anyway um, there's another event coming called Beachside Rivalry, which is actually really cute. Um, story, there's a, the event is a new story event, Beachside Rivalry, and will provide a story focused around various characters from Galar. 
It adds a total of two scouts to get the new sync pairs of Gloria and Inteleon and Marnie and Grimmsnarl. Uh, and they're both in their cute little beach outfits and they're absolutely adorable. I love these two little ladies. And like, there you go. It's a cute event. Pokemon Masters tends to do a lot of like beach you know, they added like Summer Lyra or something the other day. I only know that because I saw one of my mutuals on Twitter draw art of it. <laughs> uh, but they have, you know, they have like summer events, summer characters. They really seem to like giving costumes to certain characters. And I got to say, these costumes are very cute for Marnie and Gloria. All right. Uh, let's n- nothing about cafe mix. Unfortunately, I mean, there's some reruns, but like from what I could see, they've all ended <laughs> uh, by now. So there's not really any use of talking about them. Let's move on to the merch. There's really not that much um, to talk about for the merch. Um, there is a new set called Good Good Smile, or a new you know sort of line of of Pokemon toys called Good Good Smile. Um, here it is. Good Good Smile line of merch focuses on Pokemon at their happiest. You know, there's there's a shirt, there's like a box of phone cases. I think that's what those are. Nope, those are just napkins. Those are like just little towels, a mug, um, a shirt. Looks like kid sizes, which I'm not surprised about. I, I don't think that they're available in the US. I think they're only available in Japan. But, you know, it's good to just sort of look at them. Uh, they're very cute. Nice little line of of cute uh pokemon merch the uh the the two o's in good are pikachu's cheeks and he's smiling <laughs> that's how you know it's quality when they do a little bit of flair on the on the uh the logo there with pikachu cute cute uh there are new charms for the Sinnoh starters let's see if i can find that sort of all over the place on you know scrolling through twitter isn't necessarily the best documentation uh, here we go. Charms of the Sinnoh Sino starters have been added to the U.S. slash Canadian Pokemon Center online. You know, they're like silver uh, charms of the Sinnoh starters, and they uh, they have like colored gems in the, like where they sort of connect onto, like where the actual keychain part. Uh, and apparently they're $55 each, which is insane. That's so much money. I mean, like how big are they? They don't seem to be very big. I mean, like, yeah, they're, like, bedazzled. How big are these? It doesn't say. Customer reviews? No reviews. Nobody wants these. That's not true. Let's see if the... Who, who, who do you reckon is the most... Is the most popular of the... Of the, um... Of the Sinnoh starters? Probably Piplup, but... Uh, none of them have reviews. Okay, I was going to try and look at the reviews to see if anyone likes them. <laughs> uh, there's, like, no reviews on anything. I guess, you know, when do you really give reviews on the po- on the Pokemon Center? But, you know, those are there. They're cute. Uh, they're bedazzled in the, in the type color. So, uh, if you're interested in those. Next up, there is a line of merch called Sitting Pokemon and ball guy sitting pokemon plus ball guy specifically plus ball guy because ball guy is not a pokemon as far as we're aware um i guess that sort of deconfirms that he's a pokemon but you know uh pokemon center japanese pokemon center exclusive of course everything is japanese exclusive nowadays japanese pokemon center exclusive gotcha series sitting pokemon plus ball guy <laughs> uh and they include marsh Slowpoke, ice q 
Pikachu, Riolu, and of course, Ball Guy. Sorry, specifically not Pikachu, it's Plump Pikachu. He's very plump. I don't know what, I mean, he's, he does look pretty plump. I don't know what makes him, I don't know why he's plump and nobody else is plump. I mean, like, he's just as plump as, as say, Slowpoke, but specifically Plump Pikachu. I don't know, I don't know if that's, like, I don't know if that's specific to just um, what Poke Jungle described it as, or if it's literally called Plump Pikachu, but uh, until it comes to America, I guess we'll never know. And finally, of course, uh, the segment that changes name every couple episodes, Plentiful Plushies. Yeah, I'm feeling good about, I'm feeling good about Plentiful Plushies, honestly. I, you know, I, I say that the whole shtick is that, that it, that it changes name every couple episodes, but I'm, I'm very confident about Plentiful Plushies. If it ever, if it ever just doesn't feel right, I'll change it. But for now, I think Plentiful Plushies is going to stick. Anyway, Plentiful Plushies, we talk about plushies, um, of course. The only plushies I really have for you today are um, new plushies for Gigantamax Pokemon, specifically Gigantamax Snorlax and Gigantamax Gengar. Uh, I don't know how big they are, but they seem pretty gosh darn big. Uh, they're actually on the Pokemon Center. Let me go to the page. I closed my Twitter tab on accident and I don't want to reopen it. So let me just go there. Um, plush. Here we go. View all. Are they going to sort by newest? Wow. They're both sold out. Dang. 15 inches each. They're both 15 inches. Sorry. Gengar is 14 and a half specifically. Um, well, yeah, look at that pretty pretty big pretty nice i like i like these plushies um they're both sold out though so sorry if you like them uh the tree on snorlax specifically is very very cute i'm zooming you can't see obviously i'm like i'm zooming in on the tree it's taking up like my entire screen because i have the page sort of full screen so uh it's like i'm really there you know it's like i'm really looking at a gigantamax snorlax in his giant tree the immersion you know that's what i live for Anyway, those are sold out. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to be like, hey, let's talk about plushies. And the only ones that I'm talking about today are completely sold out. Uh, but, you know, that's the way it is. It's like the only two plushies that are really uh, available right now. But uh, they're cute ones, and hopefully they'll come back soon. All right. You know what time it is. We don't have that much, le- we don't have mu- that much left to do. Uh, but what there is left to do is everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode. And because you know, we don't have that much to talk about. We're only 20 minutes in, uh, before the main topic, main topic in huge air quotes. Um, I am going to randomly generate a Pokemon right here, right now for you. doesn't really affect you any differently, but of course it's fun. And I tried to make that click audible. Okay. Okay, let's let's look up this Pokemon. Let's try to get let's get the number for you. So, you know, some so people can guess. 876. That is the Pokemon on po- random Pokemon of the week today. If you got it, if you know your Galar Pokédex, I'd be very surprised. It is Indeedy. Uh Indeedy is a dual type Psychic normal Pokemon introduced in Generation 8. And its Japanese name is Yes-san. That's cute. Because its whole thing is like... It's like a servant. Or it's like a maid, you know? So it's like Yes-san. That's adorable. Uh, So... It is not known to evolve into or from any other Pokemon. Uh, Its abilities are... Inner Focus or Synchronize. That is for male and Didi. 
Uh, female Aditi has own tempo or synchronize, uh, and their, both of their hidden abilities are psychic surge. Of course, Aditi has two different forms based on what, uh, on what gender it is, like, like a few other Pokemon. Um, its gender ratio, uh, because of that, is 50-50. Um, it is 2 foot 11, or 0 0.9 meters, or 61.7 pounds, or it is also 61.7 pounds, uh, or 28 exact kilograms. Indeedy is an interesting Pokemon. I sound like I'm about to start a documentary. Indeedy is a cute Pokemon. You know, it's interesting. I like it. I like that they added a new Pokemon that sort of changes forms based on its its uh its gender. You know, they don't they don't pretend to do that very often. Um let me see. Is there what's the difference between the two of them? Are they exactly the same? Oh, they have different stats. Okay, hold on. So they're so they have different abilities and different stats. So this is like two Pokemon we're talking about today. I guess we're getting our fill, huh? Um, actually, you know, I don't, I didn't even think about it. Let's go to Smogan and look up Indeedee. Oh, there's two. Oh, no, there's two. <laughs> oh, they do different things. Okay, we're going to be talking about both of them. Uh, so we're not, we're going to make this a little, a little brief, a little brisk, a little brief. Um, but Indeedee, you know, does it, let's look, let's look at its Pokedex entries actually real quick. Let's just sort of get that out of the way. Only one, of course, because it's, it's only in Sword and Shield. It uses its horns. Oh, this is the male one. They, they each have their own Pokedex entry too. It uses its horns on its head to sense the emotions of others. Males will act as valets for those who they serve, looking after their every need. Through its horns, it can pick up on the, it can pick up on the emotions of creatures around it. Positive emotion to the source of its strength. That, that's male. This is female. These intelligent Pokemon touch horns with each other to share information between them. They diligently serve po people and Pokemon so that they can gather feelings of gratitude. The females are particularly good at babysitting. Aww. That's cute. They both got those wide hips. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I figured that would be important, but, you know, related to babysitting. Uh, it's, very, it's extremely important. Okay, let's look at... Uh, Oh, they got the, they have home sprites now. Is that only for Sword and Shield or is that for every Pokemon? That's good. Um, let's look at, uh, let's look at some trivia. Indeedy shares its category with Curlia and Mesprit. They are both known as the Emotion Pokemon. Indeedy is the only Pokemon to have different stats and egg moves depending on their gender. Of course. Cool. Indeedy shares several, several similarities with Meowstic. Both are psychic-type Pokemon with gender difference and have different movesets, and Pokedex entries depending on their gender. Male and Didi and Meowstic are exclusive to Sword, while female and Didi and Meowstic are exclusive to Shield. However, both gender forms of Indeedy can be attained by breeding, while both, gen both gender forms of Meowstic can be obtained by evolving Esper of the appropriate gender. Ah. Okay. Uh, let's look at... I guess that's it. Oh, a shiny rating, I guess, huh? And you know, I don't think I've ever seen this Pokemon shiny before. Okay. So to sort of visualize it here, it's it you know, it's sort of a dark purple with the with the white both of them. Uh they got like the gray horns in the shiny form. Their horns are purple. I'm going to take another drink while I sort of talk about this. My throat's getting gross. There we go.
Um, its horns are purple. The white pretty much stays the same. Maybe it gets a little creamier, but the the dark purple turns almost into like a like a green, like a teal. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if there's any like references of, to this, but I mean, it doesn't really change all that much if I'm being honest with you. Like it looks good, I guess. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't know, it's not very interesting. I guess it looks okay. I don't really know how to feel about this. I'm very indifferent. I'm very in, indeed div- different. There's something there. I'm very indifferent about this Pokemon Shiny. I don't know. Like it looks okay, but it doesn't necessarily stand out to me as anything cool. I mean, like its its horns being purple are pretty nice. And, you know, I mean, both of them look the same, by the way. Their shinies are exactly the same. So, th- thankfully, of all the gender differences, they're not different in that way. Um, I guess I'll give it, like, a six. I don't really know if I if I would feel comfortable giving it anything lower. It's like, you know, five would be perfectly average, which, like, I guess technically it is. But then again, like, it's a little cool. I like the purple horns. I think six is a good place to put it. You know, not too high, uh, not too low, but a little bit better than average. All right, let's look at their uh, let's look at their their smogan stuff. The sprites for these Pokemon are so low quality. Oh my god, smogan, get your get your sprites. So okay, oh, oh so let let's look at NDDF first because for some reason NDDF is considered the 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 different one, and then the male is base. So it's base and DD and then F. Um, so. Female Andidi has an HP stat of 70, uh, an attack stat of 55, a defense stat of 65, special attack stat of 95, special defense of 105, and a speed of 85. It is in PU borderline, so it's not very good. <laughs> um, the, for- the main format is UU, uh, and it's a terrain supporter, expanding force, Hyper Voice slash Dazzling Gleam, Mystical Fire, Healing Wish, and then Psychic Surge as its hidden ability, of course, which brings out the Psychic Terrain and a Terrain Extender. So, you know, it's it brings out Terrain, it, it can do damage, kind of, that's it. <laughs> it literally has no, uh, you know, no, like, no, no description, Timid Nature, by the way, 252 special attack EVs, Spore 4 special defense EVs, and 252 speed EVs. It's, you know, the NU is pretty much the same, but just like choice specs instead of the psychic terrain. There's like a choice spec set and a choice scarf set. Not very good. Um, but the the base, or sorry, M, male, I don't know why it says base. I don't like that. Male, indeedy, is a little different. It seems to be a little better, or at least actually has some information about it uh there's two sets choice scarf and choice specs which um you know are um which are very two different sets and they both have descriptions about them let's look at choice specs just because i'm I'm pretty sure that's like the, the base um and it's actually an nu borderline so it's a little better than female ndd it seems female ndd has a little bit more hp uh for some for better speed and it's uh, a little bit less attack for some more special defense, or less special attack for more special defense. So it seems to be a little bulkier, but a little slower. And then male and DD is a little faster, a little bit more attacky, uh, but it's not nearly as bulky as female and DD. So 
Uh, and DDM's primary role in the RU tier is, a, is as a wall breaker that's capable of pushing past many ne- neutrally hit, specially bulky targets. Mystical Fire hammers the likes of Steelix and Metagross for super effective damage while also lowering the special attack of switch hints like Assault Vest for Uniclus, thus making it easier for NDDM's teammates to switch into them. Hyper Voice is an alternative stab move that gives NDDM a more reliable move into in, to lock if oh my god to lock into if dark types like Incineroar or Obstagoon are present, notably being NDDM's strongest option against the former. Trick can triple special walls like Umbreon and Regiseal to make it easier for NDDM's team to deal with, but losing its choice specs makes NDDM much less effective at breaking down defensive cores. Dazzling Gleam OKO's Obstagoon and can 2KO Umbreon after some prior damage. There's way more where it's like talking about which teammate it appreciates and stuff. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, The set is Expanding Force, Mystical Fire, Hyper Voice, Trick, Slash Dazzling Gleam, uh, with Choice Specs, Psychic Surge, of course, is the hidden ability, uh, Timid Nature, plus Speed, minus Attack, for, you know, that, that specially attack boosted speed, uh, 4 Defense EVs, 252 Special Attack EVs, and 252 Speed EVs, and that was written by Eon X. Alright, so, now... The the title. The title of today's episode, the talk the talk of the town for literally nobody right now, uh, except for me, because I'm I'm talking about this. You know, if you wanna know how much I know about this, or like how much this really isn't like the talk of the town, I didn't know this existed until I looked on Cerebi uh for for this. And it, it's another Pokemon promotional song. Uh much like Katie, Katie, I almost said Katie Electric, Katie Perry's Electric and Post Malone's song, which I don't remember the name of, or his, like his whole album, um, or like his live show or whatever. And my, my biggest, so before we get into it, my biggest criticism with this specifically, you know, Post Malone, I'm pretty sure he made like two new songs and, and one of them, what I remember specifically had uh, like it had the the like you critique city from gold and silver or like i don't even remember what town it was something like that in it's you know in like it's in like the song it, you know they sort of sampled a pokemon song from like the original gold and silver and put it in the song that's fine that's cool i, I appreciate that other than that the song had nothing to do about pokemon Katy Perry's electric you know it's called electric it's all about electric it had pikachu in the video you know they they teased it in the in the in the twenty fifth anniversary thing. You'll have to forgive me. No, no amount of of drink is making my my throat stop being so raspy. I streamed today. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I streamed today. So I'm you know I'm a little bit raspy. I've been talking a lot recently. Uh, so apologies if my voice is a little raspy for the rest of the episode. But you know they they you know they they teased it. The song had the music video had Pikachu in it. It was called Electric Shore. I can get around that. It was a fine song, but this one, "Take It Home" by Mabel Mabel. I've first of all never heard of this artist before, probably because I'm not ingrained into you know pop music culture. But you know, and I don't I don't want to sound pretentious by saying that. I've just literally never heard this of this person before, this artist before. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mabel for the for for the purposes of I don't know how it's pronounced. Take it home by Mabel Mabel. I don't know. Um, 
the, the, the sort of the biggest complaint that I have right off the bat and, you know, oh, someone who's not ingrained in pop culture criticizing a song that they listened to one time. Listen, I know how it sounds, but my biggest complaint about this song right off the bat is that it's it's not it's not about Pokemon. It's not a Pokemon song. Like, I know that it's I know that it's, you know, it's 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 a it's a collab you know it's sort of like a like a promotion for pokemon pokemon is probably like hey we want to sponsor you you know like make a song and we'll put like we'll put a pokemon in the music video something like that but like i don't know it just it just doesn't seem like much of a promotion when the only time you can ever see see anything related to pokemon is if you watch the music video and you see jigglypuff in the background you know it's like that's literally it like she she was giving her best fairy type gym leader cosplay i don't know if that's actually what they were what she was doing but like you know she had like a blue and pink outfit on with like and she was hanging out with jigglypuff but like you know cool but like if you just heard the song on the radio there there was no way that you would know that it was related to pokemon unless you had heard of it beforehand you know and like i'm not expecting them to make like a pokemon parody song or like just like a like a song completely about pokemon but what's the point You know, what's the point of having Pokemon promoted if it's literally not related to Pokemon at all? Like, the music video, okay? Completely unrelated to Pokemon in every single way, except Pikachu and Jigglypuff were there sometimes. (laughs) You know, and it's like, it wasn't a bad song. The song itself was was okay, you know, sort of the same in the same reign as uh, Electric by Katy Perry. You know, I'm not really a listener of this genre of music, but it was okay. It was a good song. You know, it was it was a fine song for what it was. I'm not going to criticize the song. I don't think that that's sort of in the scope of this podcast. But my 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 biggest criticism is that it it wasn't a Pokemon song. It was just a song that had Jigglypuff in it in the music video on YouTube. You know, and it's like okay. But why though? You know, and, and like I don't know if this if this criticism holds up. You know, it's it's all for good fun. It's sponsored by you know, Pokemon probably had more say in it than she did. I mean, I I doubt she had pretty much any say in it, knowing, you know, artists and things they don't really a lot of artists nowadays don't even write their own music or, you know, a lot of huge pop singers. But like I doubt Pokemon wrote the song. You know, the the song was probably already written beforehand and they're like, hey, let's just like slap Jigglypuff in there and call it a promotion. You know, I don't know. It just seems it just doesn't do it for me, you know. And and again, I am not the target demographic of the song, but I'm the target demographic of of Pokemon. So it's like. Why, though? You know, uh, I'm not going going to talk about this for much longer. But and 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 I don't usually like to get nearly as negative as I as I am now. But it sort of just rubs me the wrong way, you know. Like I would love to see them go a little bit more into the promotion and have a song sort of, you know, like Post Malone was in, in was was in a great direction. It, it had a Pokemon song sampled in it. That's cool as hell. And, and you know, Electric was okay. There was a lot of promotion for it. And, I mean, the song is called Electric, and it was related to Pikachu, so that's fine. But, like, take it home. No relation to Pokemon. The song lyrics, no relation to Pokemon. The music video, even, no relation to Pokemon. Literally just it had Jigglypuff in it. So it's like, you know, call me a little bit disappointed in this one compared to the other ones. The, the Post Malone song and, to a degree, the Katy Perry song was a step in the right direction. 
but I don't think that this I don't think that that this one was was very good. If you're sort of comparing them to the Pokemon promotion esque songs, and I mean like I don't even know. I think they might have known this because I literally saw zero promotion for it at all. It was just when I had looked up hey, what's going on in Pokemon recently? And, like, this was this was released, like, a couple days ago, like, five days ago. This is not old news, you know, or this is not new information. This is, this is things that's been around for, like, almost a week now, and I have literally never heard of it until now. So, you know, I don't know. It, it's a weird situation. And like I said, the song is fine, but why is it a Pokemon promotion? It, it doesn't really make sense to me why they would do it in the way that they have and then like not promote it at all, not make it related to Pokemon at all. It just seems, it just seems like, like, like not a good idea. And like, you know, call it, I'm not a marketing team. I'm not like, you know, I'm not in charge of this stuff. Maybe it was a great idea. Maybe, maybe they were offered a, a big sum of money or maybe they really wanted to do it. But like, as the target demographic for the Pokemon aspect of the whole situation, I don't really see the point. All right, let's take a step away uh, from from some 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 of the negativity. I know, I mean, it was caused by myself, but let's let's take a step away. You know, I don't usually like to get nearly that negative and that critical on this podcast, but it's good to get something like that off my chest. You know, it's good to sort of talk about something that I'm disappointed in every so often. And certainly, you know, please make your own opinion off of off of your own judgment. Don't, don't you know? Don't take take what I say with a grain of salt. I'm not a listener of pop music, but like, uh, you know, any, yeah. If you really like the song and you thought the music video was cool and like, you know, you can see the Pokemon relation to it, sure, that's perfectly fine. I'm I'm happy for you. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. Let's let's finish off this episode with something a little bit more happy, a little bit more fun. Um, and of course, you know exactly what that is everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode move tutor and the move we're talking about today is let me hit the the random generate button hopefully you heard that 517 let's see what move is that if you can guess what move this is i think you deserve a nobel prize um 517 is inferno which is called purgatory in Japanese, excuse me. Um, oh my god. Inferno, sorry, excuse me, I was so taken aback by that, is a damage-dealing fire move introduced in Generation 5. Um, it is a fire-type move, it is a special move, uh, PP of 5, power of 100%, and an only an accuracy of 50. Jeez. Not a very accurate move. Uh, Inferno deals damage and will always burn the target if it hits uh, inferno can be used as a part of a contest spectacular combination giving causing hex to give three extra appeal points if used in the next turn i've never heard of this move before or like i'm pretty sure i have but it, it never it didn't stick you know it didn't it never it didn't it didn't if you asked me to name every fire type move i would 100 percent forget this move exists um the, uh, the the description of this move is the user attacks by engulfing the target in an intense fire, leaving the target with a burn. Is that it? Is that is that everything that there is? Aha! Inferno is the only non-status move that has a 100% chance of burning the target under normal conditions. The only other move that the same possibility is fleeing, but in this case, burn is only achieved if the user is holding a flame orb. 
and Inferno has the lowest accuracy of all fire type moves. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, like this is this is like the the end of the spectrum. This is like you know the the uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but is it's like it's powerful. It burns, but it's not gonna hit. <laughs> it's only gonna hit. It's literally a fifty fifty chance if you click that fire button. So be careful. It's like well, risk versus reward. It's like it's like the highest risk versus the highest reward because it does a lot of damage. It burns, but it's literally only going to hit 50% of the time. You may as well be be flipping a coin with this move. I mean like literally flipping a coin. Interesting. Like I said, I I don't think I've ever seen this move before. I don't think I've I've, I've like I have certainly, but I don't think I don't, I don't think I've ever really, it hasn't stuck in the brain. It's interesting. You know, it's like I learned a new move today. I didn't really, but I kind of did because I feel like I'm going to remember it more now because I've actually taken the time to look into it. Anyway, that I think is going to do it for me for today. A little bit of a longer episode than I thought. It's always the episodes that I say are going to be short that end up being really long. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what took up 45 minutes of my time. I feel like I talked about absolutely nothing today, but I'm not complaining, and I'm sure you aren't either. Um, So that is going to do it for me for today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!